It's hard to balance business and motherhood when mom guilt lingers like your kid ripping one in the back seat. Consider this your space to roll down the window of life and take a deep breath of fresh air. Each week, join me, Lonnie Jackson, a longtime member of the Motherhood Club with 6,000, I mean, <clears throat> six kids and owner of multiple businesses. Here you can find interviews of motherhood wins and laundry fails, business wins and marketing flops, all within the margins of the afternoons, nap times, and late at night. If you're a mom with a bit of sass, a little bit of mess, and can Google your way out of a crisis, if you need brilliant mom hacks and business success stories, and a little bit of everything in between, or if you just want to sit back and laugh and cry through the journeys of other mom entrepreneurs, you're in the right place. So grab your cup of coffee. By the way, it's probably in the microwave where you left it after reheating it for the third time. And let's be brilliant together. Come on, girl. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. I am excited to chat with you today and being your earbuds. If you have not heard yet, the Profitable Mom Club doors are open and ready for you to jump in and start making those 5K months dreams and goals happen for you and your business. If you are curious about what the Profitable Mom Club it is, is it is a group coaching and mastermind program for mom entrepreneurs who are ready to get coaching, accountability, strategy, marketing tips, and tactics, as well as setting up systems, operations, and all the things that will help you align to take action to get you to those 5k plus months. So that is my plug at the beginning of this episode to let you know if the doors are open and waiting for you, hop over to lonniejackson.com forward slash join the club. And let's chat about how the club can make an impact for you and your business. Today's episode is going to be talking about how to set boundaries with your family Um, hubby and kids so you can actually get work done ladies mama we are the queens of getting interrupted we you and I are not alone when we say we are frustrated because the kids and the husband interrupt us and don't uh, understand what we do don't respect our boundaries and that we're working and we have to get things done and there's a lot of frustration around that I first was talking about this conversation came up during one of our coffee traps that happen um, one or two times a month in the Brilliant Mompreneur Society. I opened up my Zoom and women from the group in the society join us and we chat about all the things motherhood and business. And one of the things that came up was this, hey, how do I get my husband and my kids to actually like let me work? And all the other moms were like, yeah, that's a problem in our house. And girls, we are not alone when it comes to these kinds of issues. So I thought, let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation about how to set those boundaries. Because I, I'm not going to lie. I no longer have the name just mom. It's mom, 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 mommy, mom, mama. 
like over and over again. And uh, it's hard to get anything done without like your blood pressure raising up because you're constantly being interrupted and, and then complaining that you're not paying attention. And then mom guilt sets in and all the things, right? So let's talk about how we can set those boundaries um, with everyone in the family. I'm just going to preface this and say every situation is different. Some of you have toddlers and some of you have high schoolers and some of you have toddlers and high schoolers. So there's different kinds of interruptions that are going to happen based on our kids' ages. Um, Of course, the spouse husband is kind of the exception. He should know better, right? But really, how is this, you know, how do we set up these boundaries so that uh, whether the kids are toddlers or high schoolers or the husband can get the clue that we need to work and get things done too. And so uh, this is something that um, this whole episode is based off of my own personal experience of having six kids uh, six years apart. So I have ages 13 down to seven now. And when they were little and I had seven years old down to one years old, it was pretty intense. So I've definitely tried and experimented with a lot of things. So you're going to hear some of my fails here, as well as some of the things that have helped with setting me up for success with getting my work done. So number one, you're going to set boundaries for yourself first. I know it's always going to start with us. It is. We have to be the example um, because I know you ladies are like me. You're a go-getter. You're constantly working. You're a serial learner. You're consuming information. You're saying yes to all the things. You're taking on as many clients and as many opportunities as you possibly can and loading yourself up. And that's just in the business. Let's not talk about all of the mom responsibilities, the opportunity to be on school boards and PTOs and soccer mom and the list goes on. So we need to, before we can set boundaries for our family, is to set boundaries for our spouse, for ourselves. Because here's the thing, if I don't respect my own personal boundaries, I am training my husband and my kids to not respect my personal boundaries either. And it's something that we need to start doing as mom entrepreneurs is saying, hey, I respect myself enough and I, um, you know, take my business seriously enough to say I can set boundaries first for myself and not extend myself too much as an entrepreneur not say yes to too many business projects and too many new things. Um, And I need to start building in rest time and downtime and uh, time when I won't be on my phone and I won't be sitting at my desk or pulling out my laptop or iPad and getting distracted. It's easy to break the boundaries that you see other people already breaking. And so I want you to look at your own boundaries first. Um, Are you setting up a schedule for yourself? Are you laying out clear expectations for your own week so that you can communicate those to the family? Like, do you have expectations for yourself and boundaries for yourself of when you will work, when you will not work, how much work you will take on? Uh, What is your limit? Are you building in rest? Are you building in family time the way you know you need to be? That is the questions you need to start with first before you can um, get irritated and frustrated with the kids and the husband because um, 
we have to know where we stand first and we have to be able to hold our own boundaries and saying, this is my limit for one-on-one clients, or this is my limit for how many hours I will work in a week. I just was talking to a mom entrepreneur who is a wonderful, amazing VA. And she's like, yeah, I work 50 hours a week and I have three kids, but I, I think I could take on 10 more hours a week. And I was like, what the heck? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> because lady, you're already switched thin. You're already stretched so thin, mama. So I was sad for her because I was like, you're going to burn out and you're going to be so frustrated. And yes, she can make her own decisions. And yes, she can make her own schedule. But what makes me fearful is the fact that she is stretching herself so thin and taking on so much work, something is going to fall through the cracks. And whether that's her kids or her work, or her clients, or her health, it's gonna, something is gonna have, gonna give if we're working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, plus taking care of kids, plus all of the responsibilities of the house and things like that. So set your boundaries first and stick with them, mama. Stop breaking them. Stop making exceptions. Show everyone else that you respect yourself so that you can expect them to respect you as well. Okay, so number two. Communication, lots and lots and lots and lots of communication. (laughs) Um, Here's the funny thing, ladies. My husband and I have known each other for 20 years this year. We've been married 16 years this year. And shockingly, he still cannot read my mind. I know, ridiculous, right? Uh, We've been together so long, he should know what I'm thinking. (laughs) and y'all you laugh with me right here um this is he doesn't know what's on my schedule what's on my plate what's due in my business if I have a deadline or I'm doing a launch and when he doesn't know then I feel like he doesn't respect my business and how hard I'm working because he's like hey what are you doing or why are you so distracted or why are you tired or why are you working this late at night and so this causes a lot of misunderstanding when I don't tell him what is going on in my business and what is going on during the week so that he can know, oh, she's got a big launch happening right now, or there is a lot of extra client work right now, whatever the case might be. So you have to start telling your spouse what's going on in your business and what kind of expectations he can have for how your week is going. And Don't just update him one time and expect him to remember. You're going to have to keep talking about it. Um, I highly recommend doing a check-in on Sundays where, you know, Sunday night, it's a great time for us. We're sitting, we're still not like in work mode yet, but I pull out my Trello board, which y'all know I'm obsessed with my Trello board for my schedule for the week. I look at my Google calendar and I can let him know, hey, here's what's going on this week and here's expectations. And also vice versa. Hey, babe, do you have anything going on at work this week that I should know about that maybe, you know, you have extra things happening at work, extra meetings, a longer day, an inspection going on, what's happening with you so that I can also know maybe on Wednesday, he's going to have a really long day at work. I could adjust my schedule so that when he gets home from a really long day, I'm not also having a very long day and we can help support each other on those hard days. 
I also highly recommend you guys talk about when your work hours are going to be because that allows you to kind of say, okay, this is when I'm going to be planning on working. Most of the time we know our husband's schedule. We're on top of that. But when you're an entrepreneur, your schedule is, you know, flexible, but setting those boundaries will allow them to have communication. Also, let's talk to the kids about what's going on and what you do. Have you talked to your kids and told them about your business and what you do at home? Or do they just assume you're watching TV and eating all the snacks in the pantry? Because I think sometimes we forget that they don't understand because we don't walk out the front door and go to work that we have a job and that we're contributing to our family and that we're growing a business and that we are, you know, creating something literally out of thin air by working every day. So talk to your kids about your business. Let them know how, how, how you work, um, how allowing you to work by not interrupting you is going to allow your family to have fun things. One of the best things I did is talk to my kids about what I do and say, hey, listen, mom does this. This is my job. And when you let me do my job without interrupting, without fighting, without constantly asking me for a snack, this allows me to earn money for our family so that we can go on vacation, so that we can you know, put the pool in our backyard so that we can, uh, you know, go to Splashtown water park, whatever it is that you're paying for. It'll lets them know that what I'm doing is important and there's value in it. So over communicate with your kids and your spouse, what your week is going to look like for them and for us and set hard boundaries, you know, with what your week is going to look like with your communication. This is where it leads into number three, which is setting up consistent times and boundaries as much as possible. An example, um, I was guilty, especially when the kids were little of working a lot after bedtime. And that's just the nature of the beast. When you have little ones that happens, Um, and there's nothing wrong with it, but what I didn't realize was happening was I was working every night after the kids were going to bed and I would tell my husband, I'm just going to be on here for like 30 minutes or so just to wrap up client work. And then I would end up working, you know, two hours, get in a rabbit hole, two, three hours, and then falling asleep on the couch and literally not talking to him while he's sitting there watching a baseball game. And He's feeling pretty neglected and ignored. And I did not intentionally mean to do that. And I was just doing my work because it made sense to me. And that's when I could get it done. So we finally had a conversation where he was able to share with me. He's like, hey, you know, I, I get off work early on Fridays and I would love it if you could set a boundary for yourself to stop working on Friday afternoon so that we could start our weekend together um, a little bit early. And then if you're going to work during the weeknights, could you tell me which weeknights you're going to work so that I know what to expect? And I was like, yeah, we could totally do that. So, you know, then I made a boundary of we'd only, I'd only work Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights after bedtime. And then Friday at 2.30, it was a hard stop no matter where I was. And I would work hard to make sure that I could make those boundaries happen. You know, there's always exceptions to those um, 
those consistent times, like if I'm getting a new client and there's a big contract on the table and I want to take that extra call. But overall, having those time boundaries really made it so clear for both of us. So he knew what I was going to work and when I was going to work and what he could expect. And then it also kept me from falling to the temptation of working 60 hours a week or staying up till one in the morning and running myself ragged, which, you know, I know some of you are night owls. I am not. I need my beauty sleep, ladies. I need to get some rest. So this kept me from falling into that temptation. And I know some of you are bulking at me. You're like, I cannot do consistent routines. I don't like consistent routines. You're bulking at it. But the truth is we thrive in routines. That's why babies like routines, toddlers, preschoolers, kindergartners, elementary. We love routines. We thrive in them. We know expectations. And then our body is able to help us perform better when those expectations are clear and the routines are clear. So I want you, I'm going to challenge you to try it. Okay, (laughs) just try it. All right, number four. Give clear ending times. Have you ever said to your kids, give me, give mommy five more minutes of, I'm going to work for five more minutes and then I will get you a snack or I'm going to give, I'll go and play with you or I'll watch what you're doing in five more minutes. And then you say it again, give me five more minutes. I said, give me five more minutes. It's just five more minutes, honey. And we say it like 10 times and it's been 30 minutes now. And now our kids think that when we say, give me five more minutes, it's complete BS, right? They don't believe us because now we've set a pattern of saying five more minutes actually means 30 more minutes. So this goes for both you and the kids. When you say five more minutes, mean five more minutes. If you really mean 15 minutes, then say 15 minutes. Uh, one of the things that you have in your hand probably right now or very close by to you is your phone. And it has this beautiful little feature called a timer. And you can set a timer for yourself and your kids to see that when you say five more minutes and the timer goes off, you're going to get up and you're going to pay attention to them. You're going to stop what you're doing and do what they're asking. And by them being able to see clearly that countdown and knowing that that timer rings, you will be there, then that will make an impact. This is the number one thing I do with my kids. I love the apps that have a countdown circle timer where the circle like disappears as it's going down. So my little ones who couldn't read time, they were able to see how much of the circle was left until it was time for mommy to be done and time for them. And I did this also vice versa. So I would say to them, well, I'm working today, but I'm gonna give you 15 minutes where I'm gonna get you a snack. We're gonna play a quick game of something or whatever it might be. And when my t- that 15 minute timer goes off, I'm gonna go back to work. And then that also let them know, hey, I'm gonna pay attention to you and give you my time. But then my time also has to go back to what I've already committed to. When the kids were very, very little, like I told you, I had six kids, seven and under, and it was a lot. So when I was working, I would literally work on a 15 minute rotation. 
I had to train my brain to do this because I will tell you it did not want to. Um, but it's amazing what our brains can do. I would set the timer for 15 minutes and work. And then at the end of the 15 minute timer, I would get up and reset the kids because I realized my kids could last about 15 minutes before somebody had a bad idea. Someone needed a snack. Someone needed a diaper change. Someone needed to take a nap. Someone needed a bottle, whatever the case would be. So I would do a 15 minute rotation, like 15 minutes of work, 15 minutes of, check, of resetting the kids, 15 minutes of work, 15 minutes of resetting the kids. And that might seem like chaos to you, but it actually allowed me to accomplish quite a bit because I was taking a lot of small actions. So this is something that I'm gonna suggest to you. And I gave this suggestion to another mama who is an entrepreneur who had very, very little ones. And she tried, she balked at the idea at first, but when she tried it, she's like, yeah, that made a huge difference in how my day went and how much I accomplished. And she's like, in fact, my, I used to be, it took me 15 minutes just to get into work mode. Now I'm not, my brain doesn't need that. I can just, oh, the timer rings. I switch my, I switch gears. Now, of course, that's not ideal for long-term, but as moms, we do what we have to do to survive, right? And you're an entrepreneur, so you get flexible and you make things happen. Along with the giving the clear ending times is make a sign for the kids that can read. So you can set the timer, which is a great tool. You can also make a sign like here's the schedule for the day for the kids that can read. And I, I know I've done this before where I put up a sign in front of my office that says if some do not interrupt mom unless someone is bleeding, something is on fire or the police are here. <laughs> do not interrupt me until X time. And it's funny, but it lets the kids know like this is clear boundary. And this is when you can start interrupting me again. Otherwise they don't know when is it okay for me to start talking to you? When is it not okay to start talking to you? Maybe they don't know I'm on a live call or maybe they think I'm just talking with a friend and they don't know it's a client. So giving them a visual of any kind is very, very helpful. And don't be afraid to do it for the husband too. Hey, why not? Uh, so these are my big, uh, boundaries and suggestions and, and tricks and tools that I have done and learned along my mom entrepreneur journey, setting clear boundaries for myself first, set clear boundaries for yourself first so that you keep your own boundaries, keep your own commitments first to not breaking your boundaries for rest, for work commitments, all of those things. And then number two, lots and lots of communication over communicate what your expectations are for you and your family with your spouse. What is your schedule? Letting them know what your business is and what you're doing. And then number three, setting up the consistent time so that their expectations are, Hey, Monday nights, mom works. That's, that's just expectations. That's the normal. And every once in a while, they'll be out of normal, but this is the normal. And then giving clear ending times. There is always something else to do as a mom entrepreneur. There is always something else that you can add to your list to grow your business. There is never ending amount of things that can be added to our to-do list. You know this. So we have to have a clear ending time, not just for our kids, but for ourselves, ladies, because we, we want, yes, we have big goals and big dreams and, um, big hopes for our business, but we also need to take care of ourselves. And the whole reason 
The whole reason you're probably doing this whole mompreneur thing is because you want to be able to spend more time with your kids. So stop adding things to your to-do list. Give yourself a clear ending time and keep those kids and husband in clear communication so that you can make your business amazing. Um, You got this mama. Try out some of these tools, these tricks and these reminders and let me know how it goes. We'll talk to you next week on the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today on the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of your screen right now and share it on your Instagram so your friends can come and listen with us too. Don't forget to tag me at Lonnie J. Jackson so I can share the love right back at you. Oh, and one more thing. Would you take a minute to leave a review on iTunes? It really helps other brilliant mompreneurs be able to find us too. So they can learn to let go of that never ending to do list and build the business and life of their dreams. See you next week.